Hey guys, it's Daniel. Skipper. And we are late. <laughs> we are very late. Uh, it's been like two weeks since our last, I had a little longer than that since our last podcast. Uh, we're sorry about that. Skipper was out of town. Ooh. So he went to Atlanta, ATL. Um, it's a nice aquarium. Yeah, I'd like to go there to see the whale sharks, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. They got like four of them now. That's crazy to think about. That they have whale sharks in an aquarium. There's giant... They got some belugas, too. Giant, giant shark fish. It's amazing. Yeah. But anyways, uh, let's go ahead and jump off on today. uh, Which today is March 9th, 2020. I think we may start kind of diving into the date more with all the different news going on. So, like, whenever you listen to this podcast, just know that some things you may know that have it changed. will be dated. Yeah, just know that some things are different now. But, uh, well, we're going to start on some bad news because it just seems like that's basically what's going on in the world. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19, as what they officially call it, um, is getting worse. Exponentially. Liter- by day, except in China, it's actually decreasing. The of, death rate officially is of, decreasing. Right? Yeah. I mean, we never. I guess we really never know. Uh, but the right now, worldwide, globally, it is over one hundred fourteen thousand infected, um, and over four thousand uh, deaths. So it's getting pretty bad. And in the United States, uh, I want to say we had. A little over 500? I I think. Don't know. Uh, we have about, at this morning, I want to say 546 confirmed cases. Uh, that's actually from Donald, President <laughs> Donald Trump, on uh, his tweet from 11 hours ago. And uh, right now, New York leads the most states with 142 cases. Which... Unless I checked Washington State unfortunately had the most deaths it did and then uh there's 34 states that has that has uh, confirmed cases. cases and then including washington dc um i was but, considering that a state now no that's thing we include huh? now uh but um well, unless you want to be uh yang he wanted to go ahead and make dc a state we don't need to do that but anyways um on, but on a brighter side, which isn't too much of a brighter side, but it is still good nonetheless, over 60,000 have recovered globally. That's good. Yeah, so that is good. So there's there's still hope. Um, but really, like, I mean, Trump basically has been criticized for comparing the coronavirus to the flu. Um, this is his tweet that he said this morning. So last year, 37,000 Americans died from the common flu. It averages between 27,000 and 70,000 per year. Nothing is shut down. Life and the economy go on. At this moment, there are 546 confirmed cases of coronavirus with 22 deaths. Think about that. Exclamation point right there. Um, that's a 4% death rate, which is actually higher than the flu at a 0.01%. That is... Higher than the Spanish flu of 1918. That was going to be my next statement. So, uh, realistically, 
That is when it was, like, 1918? Yeah, something like that. Okay. It was, like, right before 1920. But, um, realistically, we understand that this hasn't killed as much as the flu. Okay? But the thing is, is that... And we, we talked about this last night. Uh, talking about how... The, like, even your eating habits with uh, heart attacks and bad hearts yeah. and stuff, that, that's basically the main killer in the United States. But the thing is, is you can change that. With the coronavirus, if you get infected with it, there's apparently a 4% chance, allegedly, that you can die. And, I mean, that's... And you I'd rather have take my very odds, little control over Right, it. and I would rather take my odds getting a burger every day and eating that for 10 years rather than getting the coronavirus. The, the thing is, though, is that it is happening very fast and we are unprepared for it at the moment still. Like, we're, we're having to catch up, which is the worst that you would want in this kind of situation, especially when there are people out there that uh, have the symptoms that could be positive and they're not getting any help. Yeah. Um, but including out of that, we actually have... Uh, five congressmen that are infected. Uh, one of them, well, I'll, yeah, one of them is Ted Cruz, who, well, he's not infected. Let me rephrase it. I'm sorry. He is he's, under a self-imposed quarantine. Right. So they're not infected. They're just under a quarantine that they imposed on themselves, as you just said. And another one is the future chief of staff, of, of Trump's staff, and it's uh, North Carolina Representative Mark Meadows. Now, he has taken a test, and it has come back negative. And I want to say that the time span right now has been 12 days since they've been in contact yeah. at, was it CPAC or something like that? I believe so. Yeah, so now the only bad thing, well, I guess it depends on who you talk to nowadays. But he, two people of that group have uh, shook President Trump's hand. So I'm sure in the next coming days we'll be hearing some stuff about that. Uh, it's been... Or we'll never know. Or we'll never know. Or now, we'll just be told it, it was negative, regardless of what it actually came back. It's true, it's true. And now, uh, I know Iran has been having a lot of problems inside their government with it being uh, infected. And then now also Italy, though. Italy? Complete quarantine. Oh, it's it's so bad. And it's so sad. Because like, even like the, for a minute, sports were... Just being played by themselves in the Coliseums and stuff. Yeah. Now sports are canceled. And the deaths increased more than 50%. Mm. To 366 deaths. They're going to lock down the northern part of the country, which is about 25% of the population. And, I mean, it's just sad. Because, I mean, Europe's going to get hit really bad. Uh, I know a lot of people think that they have really good health care because of their government and everything like that. But this, is, I think, is also going to show why, in a sense, like free market health care is, is a good thing. Like, I hate to put that in there. But, like, I mean, everybody in Europe right now, like, we got UK, we got Italy, uh, I think France, Germany had their first death, I want to say, today. Like, there's going to be a lot of things happening because the way that those countries have been ran, like, and it's, it sucks. It's sad. But, I mean, that's just what happens. It's bad. 
but hopefully that doesn't ha it doesn't spread too much more uh obviously we're going to keep posted on it yeah but uh also well the 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 crazy thing is is a week ago uh before skipper left it was the 28th well a little over a week now but the 28th of february i had some notes because we were about to do a podcast but he had to leave a little early so we didn't get to get to it at this moment on february 28th i had 83,000 global cases and 2800 killed its deaths have dub almost doubled and the cases have gone up basically 20,000 a little over 20,000 so i mean that's crazy 56 countries and it could be eventually or well, they're saying obviously because of four, if four percent's in America, I mean that's over ten times more deadly than the flu. Yeah. So the the it's almost like whenever I could even hear, should we prepare? We we should have prepared. For some people, it is still time to prepare, but for a lot, I mean, it's not. And then not and then even like a, a little over a week ago. The markets plunged. It closed down more than 350 on course with worst week since 2008. Today, it suffered the worst day since 2008, down more than 2,000 points. That is the single worst point drop in history. Like, that was, this has been a week. A week I had my notes and all this happened. Like, that is crazy. I honestly didn't expect that. I didn't expect that big of a jump. And that's kind of like what worries me is like, when's it going to stop? Or when are we going to at least contain it in yeah. a sense? But hopefully we'll get on it. Hopefully countries can come together, put aside our egos and differences and really get on this. You know, it's not the fact that the flu kills more or any other, anything else that has ever killed more, heart attacks, heart disease, anything like that. It's the fact that you know, it's basically becoming a pandemic. So, hopefully we can get that taken care of. Um, on, on to some other news. I, yeah, on to some other news. Uh, for the Democratic debate, it's Biden and Sanders now. So, at least we got two. There is still a third. Well, uh, Amy, right? No. No? Tulsi. Tulsi. That's Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. So, I forgot that she is staying in it until the convention, right? Yep. So, good luck to her. Good luck to all the politicians. We'll see. We'll obviously be still listening to what you guys got to say so that we can cast our vote in November. Yeah. So, it just, you know, keep an open mind. And obviously, we think that uh, the coronavirus and Wall Street and everything else that's going happening, this will affect Donald Trump and his re-election status. It'll be an interesting year for politics. And really, the it's already world, just yeah. been an interesting year. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So, we've been covering Marbula 1, and yes. Skipper has the scoop on that. So, as of, yes, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, March 8th, it's officially through four races of the inaugural season. Um, we've had races at the, the Savage Speedway, home of the Savage Speeders. 
The O-Raceway, home of the O-Rangers. Mo Motorway, home, home of Team Momo. Uh, this past one was at the Hive Drive, home of the Hornets. And this next race is going to be at Greenstone, home of the Green Ducks. Yeah, my Green Ducks. And so far, if I can get this pulled up, our points leaders from 5th to 1st. In 5th place, we have Team Primary with 30 points. They've hit the podium once with one second place win. And then at, in 4th place, the Green Ducks with one first place win and one fastest lap. They do get extra points if they have the fastest lap. Okay. Third place, we have the Savage Speeders. They have two second place wins and a fastest lap, and they're at 55 points. In second place, we have Team Galactic with two first place wins with 56 points. And then in first place, with 61 points, one second place win, two third place win, or two third place placements and a fastest lap we have the hazers and let's see yeah, you, you had the green ducks in fourth this past race at the hive drive was team momo's team momo's first points just of the tournament hmm well good for them and now they i have, now have two points i caught the practice run right that we watched together? I don't remember what we watched. It was either race... No, it was a practice run. It was like to their first We've got run. They've got the qualifying race and then qualifying the next race. day they... Yeah, it was the qualifying okay. race. Yeah, we watched that. And honestly, guys, I know this is weird sports news. And we just kind of want... Sometimes we want to get a little outside the box. But I'm going to tell you this. It is so entertaining. They're just marbles... But it's truthfully entertaining. Like, Marble's just going down the little tracks, going around the corners. It's just as entertaining. Well, I wouldn't say just. It is very close to, to entertaining as norm, normal Formula One, which comes out this weekend, by the way. Super excited about that. I am so happy to get back into it. NASCAR doesn't do it for me, but Formula One does. Love it. Um... So, and if you if Marbula One just isn't cutting it for you, I would recommend checking out the uh, Marb Olympics, which is I also watch that. Uh, it's the marbles again, but they're doing Olymp Olympic events, and it's also fun. Also, the commentate like the commentators on yeah. it, so great, so professional. He's so very nice. Good. He is very He's, good at what he does. It, it is, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, who knows? Maybe we can get them to share this. <laughs> uh, do you have any more to add to that? Um, that's all the marble I have. All the marble. All the marbles. So, uh, we did just get an update on Trump. Um, it has been confirmed uh, that Trump and Pence have not been tested for the coronavirus. So, I guess we'll see what happens. He will be under close, uh, close watch of his um, physician, but he was not in prolonged physical contact 
with any known carriers of it, so they don't see a reason to test. And he has not shown any symptoms. Huh? That's good. I don't... don't, We will will stay updated on that. I don't want anybody to really get this. So it's just going to be good for everyone. Um, So, on to some NBA news and NBA fun stuff. Actually, right now we have the Hornets and Hawks game on. And it is in second overtime, tied 138. Oh, boy. The Hornets keep coming back. How much left? Uh, I want to say 13 seconds. So this is about to get real. Hornets yep. have been playing from behind pretty much the entire game. Fourth quarter was great. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, first overtime was great. And the second overtime, I haven't really been able to catch it. But it seems great. Trey Young's hitting all these threes. <laughs> Oh man, just what a what a kid. Um, uh, but we'll go on to the MVP talk. Obviously, after a great week of NBA, LeBron James has jumped Giannis for the number one spot in the MVP race. Um, he had a great week, but Giannis has had a great season. But who's your MVP? And and don't be biased about it. I cannot do that. You can't be biased. I still have to go Giannis. I think I'm going to have to go Giannis as well. But if LeBron keeps this up for the rest of the season, I will give it to LeBron. If LeBron keeps this up and Giannis comes back from his injury at his previous level... Do you still say it goes to LeBron? Like, it's already hard enough to give it to LeBron. I think it's one of those things that's just, it's LeBron. And he's playing for the Lakers. Yeah. And the Lakers need a lot of wins right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, there's just things leaning in that direction. Overall, though, LeBron has AD. LeBron, like, he has this good, almost a great team, basically. And you got Giannis, who is doing amazing things in the East, but it's basically Giannis. Like, I'm not trying to hate on anybody else on the Bucks, but realistically, it is just Giannis. And I think that... I, I, I can't agree with that. The Bucks have proven all season long by their best in the NBA record right now that it's not just Giannis. Yes, he is the stable point. He is the all-star. But the defense, it's Giannis and Lopez. On the offense, they've got Bledsoe and Middleton as well. Yeah. And Either way, though, none of them compared to, like, Anthony Davis. Stat-wise, no, but for the Bucks, they are the pieces that they need. That's true. The chemistry there is very like it. It's big. Yeah. Like it's it's definitely a family, and they have each other's backs right now. That um, tends to be the way small market teams go. Which is I enjoy that. More. Yeah. I like team chemistry, but um, so we'll move on. Uh, the game, I want to say, is still going. Yep. Uh, Hawks are up. By three, and it's like eleven seconds left. So, I I really expect the Hawks to win. Like it's just it's just that way. But how about Terry Rozier? Terry Rozier's been putting it up. Last time downtown had about thirty three points. Yeah, seven of eleven on threes. Yeah, 
And they just missed the three, so that who is that's the... game. The Hornets. Oh. Yep. That's uh they fouled them, but that's probably game. Um so back to NBA. We're gonna talk about kinda like an early playoff thing. You know, kinda like what we did in one of our really early episodes. But it's a lot closer now. It's basically like we can kinda get into this. Uh-huh. Uh now I have the East and West teams labeled out. And you know, I think for the most part we will probably agree with a lot of it. So let's let's do this. Right. What what uh what side do you want to do first? East or west? We'll start with the east. You got that written at the top of the page. Okay. East. So your number one seed? It's the Bucks. Bucks versus number eight, Magic. I'm gonna give it to the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the way That's the way the news goes. <laughs> and that's the way the news goes. Alright. Uh, the fourth and fifth seed, Heat and Pacers. I'm giving that one to the Heat. Oh, I'm not sure. I want to say the Heat, but the Pacers are just, they're good. Like, and they're also inconsistent. Yeah, but I mean, you can also say that about the Heat. You can literally say that about the next six Se- teams. Se- yeah. So, like, I mean, yeah, they win. and Atlanta won 143 to 138. Oh. Oh, yeah. Did Elena win? Yeah. Dang. They tried. They played their hearts out, but they tried. Um, So, I just, I have to give it to the Heat. I feel like they play inconsistently left. You just like Jimmy. I do like Jimmy. Jimmy's fun. Can you argue with that? No. Um, you know what? I could see that they, going. They, they've proven they can get very scrappy. Yeah. Just, I really wouldn't count out the Pacers. Three and six. Now, this is the Celtics' worst first-round opponent, in my eyes. Like, bad for them. The Sixers. Three and six. If they play Celtics, as Sixers. they're currently playing, Celtics have it. As they're currently playing? They're on a losing streak. I was mostly talking about the Sixers. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. They just kind of... Especially since the Celtics are going to start out at home, and the Sixers have a terrible road record right now. Now... It is absolutely awful. Now, playoff-wise, the Celtics are a whole other team. Yeah. Now, I could see them doing really... Like, I could see this... Honestly, I could see this series going to seven games. I say Celtics in six. You know, I'm going to agree with you because I love the Celtics, but if this is our first-round opponent, I could see the Sixers taking it. I could see the Sixers taking it in five. Think so? And a best-case scenario for them, yeah. Uh, And then for two and seven, we have the Raptors versus the Nets. That's going to the Raptors. Yeah, that's no Kyrie, obviously no KD. Yeah. Like, that's... I just don't think they got but it. That Raptors team is clicking. Yeah. All right, so do you want to continue on to the second round, or would you like to go we'll, to the West? We'll go to the West. Okay. So, for the Western Conference. Number one is the LA Lakers versus number eight, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I Obviously, I think Down. the Lakers win, but I think the Grizzlies win a game. You think so? Oh, yeah. Lakers in five? Yeah. But or they're Lakers, two... Yeah, five. Yeah. Uh, they're just two... Gritty not to win at least one. Um, who are for number four and five? Jazz against the Thunder. Ooh, 
I'm gonna give it to the Jazz because of home court advantage. I'll do the Jazz. I think the Thunder have it really good, but you got Rudy Gobert, right? That's his name. You're, you're really struggling there. That was his name, right? Gobert. Gobert, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's his name. And I, I just think that they're gonna that defense. You know, Jazz is in there. CP3. You never know. CP3 might pull it out. He might. That'll be four and five so far seem to me to be the best two series with the Heat and the Pacers and the Jazz and the Thunder. Well, that's usually how it goes. They're the I mean, most the closest, closely matched yeah. teams. All right, so number three and number six. Three, Denver Nuggets. Six, Houston Rockets. Nuggets definitely outsize them, but can the Rockets small ball it enough? The thing is, is I've seen their small ball in action, and it's pretty efficient. Westbrook and Harden both need to be on their game for that series. No turnovers, because they've yeah. been turning over the ball a lot. Harden needs to quit doing whatever it is he's doing. You know what, man? In a really sad way, for to a point, I'm going to give it to the Nuggets. I've been watching a little to, bit of the Nuggets. They just seem like they're going to win it. I don't goes think, to seven. I don't think... Harden and Westbrook just click. I think they kind of get angry with each other. I think yeah. things happen. And then I see Westbrook leaving. <laughs> That's just how I see it. I see, you know, that it's just, it's not going to end well. I think they're really bad. But the other thing is, though, is if it does, like let's just say they do, I can see them resigning it. It's just, I feel like the Rockets are trying so hard and they get so close, but yet so Every far. The Warriors know? aren't there this time. Yeah, but I don't see... Now, at the beginning of the season, a lot of people were like, oh, who who will be in the Rockets' way? The Rockets are sixth in the West. The Rockets are in their own way. Exactly. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen with them. But they do have Covington, and he is a... He is a stud. That man, you know how happy I was whenever they got him, just yeah. because out of Minnesota. But come on. Like, he is crazy. Crazy good. He just hits those shots when you're not expecting him to. Uh, number two and number seven. Clippers versus the Mavs. As much as I'd love to see the Mavs, it's the Clippers. You know, same. But you never know. Six games. You think so? You think Luca and uh, Porzingis? Porzingis? I feel like they up? can pull out enough to at least get two wins out of that. Hmm. You think so? I'd like to. It'd be nice. I'm, I'm actually excited about the playoffs. All right, so here we go. Second round of Eastern Conference. Bucks and Heat. I'm going to give it Bucks and six. Do you think the Heat wins one? That'd be two. I'm sorry, two? Yeah. Sorry. They, they got a shot at it. I think so, too. I think that they, I think the Heat will, or do you think they'll win their two, basically, home games? Or do you think they'll win one, keep it going, split went it. away? Yeah. It'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Celtics and Raptors. Now, Celtics are third, Raptors are second. So, that's going to be a... That'll be the Raptors' home. But, so, the way that they're playing, in my head, like, it, because they're, if they beat the Sixers... They beat the, the, the size. Yeah. 
I think the Celtics would beat the Raptors. And I think they'd actually beat the Raptors and probably six. Mm. I'd say seven, but yes. Yeah, Celtics? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> All right, down to the West. All right, so we got number one, Lakers, versus number four, Jazz. Uh, I just feel like it's going to be the Lakers. I feel like playoff LeBron's going to come out yeah. and demolish. I honestly, he, I think they beat gonna... the Jazz in four. Did I say LeBron? Did oh, I say yeah, LeBron's yeah. going to beat the Jazz in four? Yeah, it'll be LeBron. <laughs> Lakers beat the Jazz in four to me. And then uh, we have the Nuggets going against the Clippers. Clippers. Clippers and six. <laughs> mm, five. Nuggets get one home. We get playoff Kawhi. Um, okay. Well, we have uh, in the East, one and three seed versus the wall. And then in the West, one and two seed. So pretty tight. No Cinderella story, it seems like. At least for the NBA. Unless, you know, the East the way it is. Great. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. But the East the way it is, realistically, out of all these teams, the Celtics are basically a Cinderella story. You got the reigning MVP on the Bucks. You got LeBron and AD on the Lakers. And you have Kawhi on the Clippers. PG if he's healthy and all that fun stuff. Like, it just seems like the Celtics... They'd be the most unlikely to do it. And yet, of right now, how both teams are playing, I think I'd give it to the Celtics. They have more depth than the Bucks. I think it goes to seven. And I think because of the year before, I think they have, they're playing, you know, for basically revenge. They're coming out there. Jason Not Tatum, against the Celtics, but so are the Bucks. They lost in the Eastern Con- Conference last year. That is true. But it's obviously, well, you know, the Celtics did two years, a year prior yeah. to that, and back-to-back. So, like, I don't think it's, it's just, I think, for a point, like, I know Giannis is hungry, and I know the Bucks are hungry, but the Celtics got the Cavaliers to Game 7 a couple years ago, yeah. and I think they're still hungry. No, they don't have Isaiah, Avery Bradley, Marcus Morris, Jay Crowder, <laughs> Altmy, Al Horford. They don't have those guys anymore. But the people they do have, they're so ready. When Enos Cantor is actually helping, he plays. I mean, you saw what all those rebounds he grabbed even against the Bucks. Everything that they did against the Bucks, it's just they almost go tit for tat. You know, just right there. In the, like they're with each other. Yes, Giannis can be out of both of it. Giannis would be for the Bucks the player to step up and really seal it. With, I think, obviously, typically, you need that Robin, basically. Yeah. Your sidekick. He's going to need a sidekick, but does he go with Lopez or Middleton? Middleton. You, so you think Middleton's going to be the one, obviously, last Assuming year. he does not disappear in the playoffs. Right. If he can keep his shooting as high as he can, and then you got the Bucks, Celtics. Bucks and seven. I still, I, I see the Celtics getting... Obviously, Jason Tatum. They split it all home court. Bucks have advantage in Game Seven. You think so? You think they split all their home games? 
I'd say so. It'd be interesting. I really can't decide. Especially just how they're playing, how how Jason Tatum's playing, how Jalen's playing, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, you already know, can defend Giannis. Marcus Smart. No. Defending I, 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 Giannis. I know you like you some Marcus. He's a dog. But um It's really hard. I think both I think they'll go to game seven. Obviously if they do that, they're gonna a team is going to it's gonna be Celtics got to win at at yeah. away. So that's the thing is do they lose early and then steal one in Milwaukee, you know, or 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 does the Bucks steal steal that last one? It's really a toss up. Well, obviously the, our decision is split, and so I say we flip a coin. <laughs> All right, let's flip a coin. Flip a coin. Well, what do you what do you got? I I didn't think that far ahead. Okay. Um, All right, heads bucks. Okay, that's fair. Well, looks like the bucks are going to the finals. All right, flip it again. <laughs> you got tails. <laughs> one flip away. All right, um, and you'll be one game away. <laughs> we'll see. So, in the West, we got the Lakers, Clippers. Does Doc Lakers in six? Do you think so? Yeah. You don't think Doc can get the the Clippers where they need to be to win? I'm not saying he can't, but I believe the Lakers will just be better. Okay. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's all I got. I just you think well do you think Anthony Davis will finally come to life in the playoffs and not choke? Because it seems if, like when it comes to crunch time it gets a little hard for him. He has if, been getting better. If he disappears in the playoffs, I can see the Clippers taking it. But if he actually keeps up how he is performing now, I say Lakers. See, I have it right now. It all now depends on Anthony Davis. Where if Paul George is healthy and you have Kawhi out there, Paul George is so hungry. You know, LeBron's yeah. about to... He, He's going to have to win all these games. He really is. Yeah. If they don't, if they're not able to rest him, I think PG and Kawhi overpower him. I think the Clippers win. Think so? Yep. I think Doc gets another trip to the finals. So, if AD disappears in the playoffs and LeBron cannot rest, I think if I think. The AD can be there. I'm saying if LeBron cannot rest and he gets to the Western Conference Finals basically on gas, I don't think he'll win. Because Kawhi, he's ba- him and PG have basically been altering injuries all season, yeah. you know? Got two, like, pro-level defenders. Yeah. Paul George and Kawhi, yeah. both are like usually in the defensive player of the year talks. You know what? I'll give it to the Clippers. Clippers. Oh, 
Now, Clippers or Bucks for the finals? I'm going to say right now I see seven games. I see six. So you know who wins. And I say Clippers. Think so? I think the Clippers, LA, the Los Angeles Clippers has been trying to change the pace of the way they have been for years. And they don't want to be second in LA anymore. I think them beating the Lakers and having that on their back riding into the finals and the Bucks having to play the Celtics seven games, I think the Clippers just, they have more. You're telling, like, they have Kawhi and we'll say Paul George. And then they have the grit of Pat Beverly. And, like, I just think that, like, when you put those up against them, Kawhi, we'll put Kawhi and Giannis against each other. And then who's going to guard Paul George? Who's going to guard him? Yeah, like, who would who would effectively... What, what position does he play? He's a wing. Okay. So he'd probably be if... They would probably switch out. Like... He'd be either in the four or the five. Or, I'm sorry, the two or the... Th- no, the three or the four. <laughs> sorry. It would either be Middleton or Bledsoe, most likely. You think so? Aren't they guards? You think they'd be able to follow up on I, PG? I, I don't know how the Bucks do their rotations. It'd be hard. If they're going with their best defender, it would probably be Lopez. If Giannis is locked up with Kawhi. It's going to be a game, for sure. Yeah. But I do have to give it to the Clippers. I think the Bucks fall short. We will agree to disagree on that. <laughs> okay, so how about we'll come back to this. Obviously, when the finals happen, I say Clippers and six. And what do you say? Seven? Bucks and seven? Yeah. All right, and we'll just see who with that one. Because, I mean, you never even know. Like, it could be crazy. Uh, but they do start. Who is that? Soon. The NBA postseason. The NBA postseason starts April 18th, and the finals will start June 4th. Wow, April 18th. It doesn't feel that far away. Like a month and a half. Yeah. That's crazy. Speaking of April, that means we're in the month of March. We are. March Madness. It's about to come. It's about to happen. Right now we're about to do a bunch of tournaments. I forgot about that. March Madness starts March 19th. Dayton is ranked third in uh, rankings right now. They're going to be number one on the bracket, which is new for me. And Notre Dame, I don't think, is at all even going to be ranked. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's all I got for NCAA men's basketball. Yeah. Um, March Madness, it'll be fun. We'll definitely do a bracket before all that, and we'll get it started. Do you, uh, now, I've watched a few games, seen it here and there, watched Carolina lose a couple times, uh, saw Notre Dame. I, I watched a lot of Notre Dame, watched a couple Dayton. Uh, I saw a couple Butler. I've seen a couple things. Right I, now, I've watched maybe two games all year. Right now, I think Kansas has a really good uh, position to win it, but we'll see whenever you know the brackets come because yeah. it doesn't really matter until it comes to the bracket. Uh, so often, whatever you guess, you'll most likely be wrong anyway. Hey, I did really good. 
uh, last couple of years. Not not just saying you, just in oh general. yeah. <clears throat> so to the NFL. Did you hear about what Dak Prescott got offered today? It was 105 guaranteed. Yep, and an average of 33 million for like a, a year salary, yeah. and he denied it. Really? Does he, he think he's worth more? Obviously. Maybe he didn't like the length of it. Maybe he doesn't want to play with Dallas. Maybe. I don't see why not. I think he thinks he's worth more. Because and but that was already a, a record setting. Yeah. That was a very rich contract. Um but yeah, it's going to be it, I say be, he should have taken that. We'll see where it gets him. Yeah. They have the money to throw at him and he knows it. So I think that's what they're kind of waiting on. Um maybe they decide to kick Dak to the curb, draft a quarterback. Maybe. I'm sure that uh maybe you've thought about that. Um I have not. Oh, okay. I was like, well, so we're going to do our mock drafts. So I did 10. Skipper did 32. Because my team actually has a first-round pick. Uh, yeah, I just we I just did 10. Um, so the draft is April 23rd, uh, which that's surprisingly... It's a little after the NBA playoff starts, yeah. so that's cool. Um, so you want to do top fives and then go to six to ten, and then you can go on whatever you want to say. I'm, like with pro- I'm probably just going to go with You should do your pack. 32. Do all 32. That's good. We'll see how I feel. Okay. All right, so who you have at number... Are we going to go ten to one or one to ten? We can do 10 to 1. All right. All right, so... The Browns at number 10. Yep, Browns. Number 10, uh, Jedrick Wills Jr. That's who I have. I think that um, they need to pick that man up. Hmm. <laughs> Just, what are you... Uh, I, I can't even find him on my... Oh, you didn't have him? What was his name? Jedrick Wills Jr. I know he's on here somewhere. Comes from Alabama. He's an li- offensive lineman. Dedrick Wills. Okay. I got him at 14 to the Bucks. Oh, man. So, thing with him is he's 6'5". Right. 320 pounds. Yeah. Coming from Roll Tide, Alabama, Crimson Tide football. He's an offensive lineman. What do the Browns kind of need right now is to really build that line. And I have them taking one in Mekhi Becton. Really? Yes. That's pretty good. I don't know. I, I thought about him, actually. Um, so this is kind of like how I see it. I actually have him. And this, all de- this all depends. Okay, so... I'll, you know what? I'll get to that later. Let's all just right. go to nine, because I got Mekhi Beckton uh, a little actually further up on the list. All right. Uh, if something happens. So number nine, the Jaguars. I have Henry Ruggs the third. Henry Ruggs the third. He Wide is a receiver. receiver. Nice, nice. I have Derek Brown. Derek Brown. <laughs> defense. Yep. I think they need to keep bringing on that defense. Uh, 
that would probably be fine, but I had him going earlier. Oh, okay. I just think that he, you know, I don't think they really, I guess they could use uh, wide receivers, but I don't, I just. Can you name one of theirs? No. I think they lost them all. The ones that I knew. That's the point. Yeah, that was like the ones that I knew. Um, I just think that, well, so Derek Brown, he kind of fell on the list to me to number nine. Uh, I actually originally had him up a little closer on the list, but a couple things, the combine and some things like that took effect. And I I try to watch everything to really see this. And... I just think number nine, I don't think he could go any lower. I feel like the Jags can use some more defense. Being a defensive team is definitely fine, especially in the AFC South. Yeah. And I think that being defensive, obviously, against Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans, all three of them, they're pretty offensive. Yeah. Yes, they do have good defenses, but the Jags' offense isn't necessarily that bad. Like, it's really not. Uh, I think they just need to get it. They just need to... They've got Minshew. Yeah, but they need to just work more together. That's basically what it is. Is They just... They need to get all that stuff. And they can get a still a good wide receiver in the second or third round, probably. Like, this year has a lot of good uh, receivers in their class. So, that's my number nine. But, talking about a uh, receiver for my number eight... Uh, and I looked at your list earlier, and this is one of the ones we actually shared. For the Cardinals, in the eighth pick, we have C.D. Lamb. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I think that's just a good uh, they pick. They need a receiver, and he just kind of falls to him. And he's already familiar. Both come from Oklahoma Sooners. Him and... Uh, mm-hmm. Who? Cards quarterback. I still want to say Rosen. <laughs> Rosen? Um, why is this so hard right now? I don't know. What's his name? Kyler Murray. Murray, that's it. As you see, I totally forgot his name, and that's bad. Um, but at the same time, like that just shows you basically how much they need another receiver. He didn't do too bad, but they'll they'll pick it up. I think that he'll do really good. Uh, you know, Larry Fitzgerald is basically going to be the opposite of uh, CD. And I, I just think that's going to be a really good one. But David Johnson in the back, or whoever else in the back. Who Wh- they whoever really they end up with. Right. Kenyon. Yeah, he's good. But whoever I just think they that they can. With. I think they can pick up a really good receiver in him. So at number seven, the Panthers. Who you got? I have Isaiah Simmons. You think he's going to go seven? Yeah. Hmm. And I'll I'll tell you why. I don't see them picking up a quarterback. Let's see who was this. Which is what he probably would do. But I think they need a... I think they need to replace the linebacker that they just lost. Yeah. Yeah. What is his name? (laughs) Lou Keekley. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Man, I'm having a bad time with names today. But yeah, so I, I just think that they need to replace him. And uh, I think starting with Isaiah Simmons is a pretty good start. No. 
I actually had Isaiah Simmons going earlier. At number seven, I have is where I had Derek Brown. Okay, still a good pick. Yeah. Uh, they could definitely use him on the line, so definitely still a good pick. Uh, for number six, now here's where I was talking about uh, Becton. So we have the Chargers. This is where it gets weird. Okay, right. and with me, so we all know that Washington may trade Dwayne Haskins. And this is actually what I meant by that trade. I don't think they trade up, and I don't think they trade down, the Chargers. I think they stay where they are, but I think they could make a trade for Dwayne Haskins. And then if they do, they draft Becton at six. Now, if they don't, if they don't make a trade okay. for Dwayne Haskins, okay. or if they don't pick up Tom Brady in the offseason, or any of the other offseason picks. See, that's the other thing. is Quarterback offseason right now, there's a lot of good options out there for them to pick rather than just drafting a quarterback. Yeah. But if they don't do that during the offseason and they do draft a quarterback, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love will go to the Chargers. And, if, and that's if. That is if. They uh, don't pick up one in the offseason. I actually have Love dropping out of the first round. Okay. Out of the first round? Yeah. That's I can understand that. Okay, so see, the Chargers... This the char- Obviously, this is the first quarterback to come up on my list. Yeah. Now, because of this, which I guess gets really interesting, especially if you read it from 1 to 10, you kind of understand more yeah. since we're going backwards. It might sound a little weird. But the Chargers need a quarterback. Yeah. There's not going to be... There is no quarterback ahead of him that will be available. At least out of my draft. Uh-huh. Now, if something happens, the way it could play out, which we can do a little revise, one through at least six, just to kind of yeah. show you what's up. But I just don't think that that's going to happen. I think that they, they, they either trade. If they do... Now, if they do get Becton, I definitely think Jordan Love will fall out. You think so? Yeah. That, so, let's see. That was the Chargers. I had Justin Herbert. That's my boy. It's the Ducks. And, he's good. I like him. And he's the one I have filling in that quarterback slot. So, at least we were still thinking the same thing. Yeah. They uh, definitely the, need a quarterback. It's just a matter of... Now, to me, he's my second... It's not going to be one of the top two. Yeah. Now, he's my second favorite quarterback behind Joe Burrow. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really... still believe Tua's going to go before him, though. I mean, yeah. But why'd you have to spoil it? I didn't say where. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He spoiled it. All right. So, number five, the Dolphins. I have Justin Herbert. <laughs> I have Tua. Okay, so we're basically, I guess, we, we see this, yeah. we see this path. Obviously, in my eyes, again, later on, you'll see more of what I'm saying. I have, uh, Dolphins also need a quarterback. And I think Justin would be an actual good fit there, too. But that's if certain things work out. Yeah. Uh, number four for the Giants, I'm Jeff. Uh... Jeffrey Okuda? Okuda. Okuda? <laughs> it's, we're we're having bad that. names yeah. tonight. I so, have Isaiah Simmons. Okay, okay. I see that. 
Um, I just I feel like the Giants would grab him up in a second. You think so? He's, he's a great athlete. He is. He really is. But I just think there is... I think Akuda is like... He's the cornerback, and I actually think he's one of the best athletes in the game. Right, and they might, the Giants might grab him, but I have Okuda actually ranked one higher than him. Mm. The Lions take Okuda at three. See, I have Chase Young going to the Lions. Ah. So basically, we, we have the same mock, except for the reason why mine is a little different is basically because of my number two. Yeah. And that's Tua. And I- you have Tua to the Redskins? Yep. Do you think they bring him in to compete, or do you think they bring him in to replace Haskins? I think they, I think they put Haskins on the uh, trade block. Think so? Yeah, I think they look for a trade, and as I think they look for a trade draft night because they are going to want to pick up another asset in the draft. Uh, right. I think, I think they want to. I just don't think they're sold on Dwayne. I like Dwayne. I like Dwayne, but I don't think they're sold on them. And that's fine, because they can give him an opportunity somewhere else. Yeah. Um, now, if this was just purely on skill, I can tell you right now, because we didn't really talk too much about Chase Young, but Chase Young is an athlete, and he is good. I have him going at number two to the Redskins. Right. And I don't even think, like, in all honesty, I know number one for both of us is Joe Burrow yeah. out of LSU going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go ahead and be honest. If this was just the best athlete coming out of here, Chase Young. Chase Young. I even think uh, Jeff Okuda, Isaiah Simmons. Like these guys are huge. But we, ha- I have personally four quarterbacks going in before round seven. So like I mean, this before is before like, pick seven. Well, pick seven. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. Before pick seven. So like that's huge. I have three. I mean, still, that's pretty big. That's a big... <laughs> that's that's big. Yeah. Like, I mean, when was the last time you saw that happen? It's been a while. I don't know. I actually don't even think I've ever seen that happen. I've watched maybe two drafts. <laughs> so, like, four quarterbacks in the top ten, that's 40% of the draft pool party of the yeah. top ten. So, like, I mean, think about that. But if Tua does not get picked up, that does it pushes Jordan Love out, and I think Jordan Love is an emergency pick for the Chargers. Okay. But I, I for some reason I think they're going to make something happen, and they're going to pick up either one of the quarterbacks that are about to have an off season, or I'm sorry, a free agency yeah. season, or they're going to make a trade, and maybe Dwayne Haskins. It could be. Anybody. I mean, maybe they just get picks. Tom Brady, maybe a maybe a a, a sign in trade. Yeah. I mean, who knows? And then for uh, the Steelers, for my second what, round, what pick do they have in the second round? Don't even know. I don't know. It's the second round, but I want J.K. Dobbins to go. I think that'd be a really good fit for him. He's a running back out of Ohio State. I just think it'd be a good fit. Uh, the Steelers do really good with their running backs. And I'd like to see them. Uh, I'd like to see what they can do with him behind Ben, and it could be a really good season for him. Honestly, a possible rookie of the year season. You can hope. 
I can, but behind that offensive line with Juju on the side, and we'll probably draft another uh, receiver. There's a lot of offense. And then at pick 30 for the Packers, I have Lavishka Chenault Jr. Nice. A receiver. A receiver, yeah. And we all, I, I don't even have to explain why they want to pick up a receiver. I wanted to do a linebacker first, but the best ones I could find had been picked. Mm. And I might have done Blacklock, who went third, who in mine goes thirty-one to the Niners. Right. But I just felt they needed a receiver more than they needed Blacklock. Yeah, their defense is is fair, and I think that they can pick up a lot in the off season yeah. and. It'll be fun. It'll be a really good they season. They got Rashawn Gary, who's stepping up on the line. Yeah. We'll, see, we'll see what he ends up doing. Now, see if he ever actually becomes worth his 12th overall pick last year. We'll see. Now, before we get off, a real quick shout-out at SFL. Uh, they're still pretty entertaining, and come to a surprise, my defenders have finally lost two games. <laughs> a little upset, but that's okay. But P.J. Walker from the Roughnecks, that man's definitely going to be the MVP. He's already thrown for over 1,300 yards, uh, almost 300 yards more than the person in second. Wow. And not only that, the Roughnecks are actually really fun to watch. They're also 5-0. and um, But their defense, it's just takeaways after takeaways after takeaways. And I actually really enjoy watching them. I know you haven't really watched them, but I definitely recommend it. Just like I recommend the Marbula 1. (laughs) Marbula 1 is entertaining. XFL is entertaining. All of this. It's about to be, at least in the sports world, it's about to be pretty entertaining. Basically the second half of March. All the way up till this time next year, really. I mean, we have a lot, you know. And baseball's right around the corner. Been watching a couple spring training games. See how the... Do you mind? Stella. Um, what were you saying? Oh, see how the Astros come out of their whole scandal in the offseason. It'll definitely be interesting in seeing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it will be interesting seeing that. I actually had some notes from the previous week talking about uh, uh, Major League Baseball. And I found them. Um, so I'm going to go over this pretty quick. Uh, the Astros, a lot of people were saying like a week ago that they were, uh, had pitches just aiming. Like, yeah, people were just throwing pitches at them. Well, this time last week, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really true because, uh, they, at this time, the Astros actually had seven, the Cardinals had eight, and four teams had six. So I don't think it's targeting. Um, but there is a bean counter on Twitter. The Astros bean counter. So that's going to be fun. Um, and I don't think it's targeting yet. I do think it could turn into that, though. And, yeah. Um, it'll be fun to see. I'm excited. Next uh, next podcast, we'll probably talk a little bit more about baseball. Because I have a lot of stuff to talk about baseball. Right. Especially like the new MLB uh, playoff format. Oh, they're we'll doing get... a new playoff format? Possibly. Okay. But we'll get back That'll into that. will be exciting. Well, guys, thank you for this. I'm sorry it took so long. Um, you guys have a good night. All right. All right. Catch you later.